Is this our Christmas episode? Yes. This is Christmas episode. <laughs> we should have Christmas episodes. I've said it for years. I've said it for tears. Did you see? You should have said it more this past year. I would have come back sooner. Oh, Neil, I've been literally writing your letter every day for a year. <laughs> and not sending it. Very Abe Lincoln of you. Well, your mom was getting them on the way Do there. Oh. <laughs> she was throwing them away. Do you need a longer... Here, take the No, cable. I don't, don't need a longer cord, yet. Neil. Stop talking about behind the scenes in the intro. Is this for the Patreon or is this for the uh, this, real one? It, I, don't, I think everyone needs to know this one. So it's the main channel. Yeah. Okay. Dope. I like it. Well, we shouldn't show our personalities much. Remember, we only show 40% of, of our personality <laughs> for the main channel. Hey, listen, if you so. guys want more than what you're normally getting, if this is you, right now, you're you're getting about 30%. Yeah. If you're on this main channel. 34% at most of our personality. How much they get on the other one, on the Patreon? 36. <laughs> but that extra two. <laughs> seriously. <laughs> That's a, one of my favorite vines. When the girl's walking through the <laughs> gas station, she sees a fake mouth, a fake rat. She goes, <laughs> <laughs> I got a bunch of vine stickers in last night. You did. I ordered like 50 vine stickers for like four bucks. What's my favorite vine, Tyler? Freaking bats. Freaking bats. <laughs> and I had it in look, look my pocket to look give you. Freaking bats. And you said it. I did. When I saw you. So we were filming and recording this morning, and within the first 30 seconds, I said, freaking bats. My guy. And he pulled the sticker on and handed it to me. He said, freaking bats. I said, freaking bats. That I was your nickname Halloween. in sixth grade? <laughs> Neil freaking bats. Neil freaking bats. Great house. They didn't even know my last name. No. We hey, didn't welcome to podcast i'm really really amped about this one yeah i'm pretty excited you know why why because we're talking about snl which stands for some none lefties <laughs> i didn't know what the l was gonna be some none lefties <laughs> so it's like there's some people that are left-handed but it's also none because they're all faking it <laughs> yeah <laughs> they're trying to be cool i almost said that to my doctor i saw yesterday i saw that she was writing i met my doctor for the first time and uh she's writing <laughs> left-handed and 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 she was she didn't care she cared about my medical um history but she didn't really care about my jokes and i <laughs> almost started joking about her being left-handed i stopped myself and and it was a good deal it was a good decision that's so hot neil <laughs> so hot right now saturday night live saturday night live with neil greathouse wow and what is the one when they're not on the show yet but they're just like they're not like a real guest they're featuring what is it yeah with okay well i'm that guy <laughs> Don't you're not that you're not that guy. Taylor, you're not that guy, not pal. That guy, not pal. that guy, pal. One uh, of my favorite YouTubes. Hey, you know what's really cool is so SNL has got this really, really rich storied history, but they have always done uh where they have a, a guest, like an actor or a, an activist or a, a writer, somebody that who's in who's in the news, and then they always have a musical guest. And you know who our musical guest is? The roots. <laughs> But you know, at the root, featuring at the root of that band <laughs> is a is a beautiful man named Joseph Tilly. Joseph, take me away, take me away. Hey, how's it going? Welcome to the Tyler and Neil Explain Everything podcast. Now officially your fourth favorite podcast. Hit the subscribe button and make sure you go to patreon.com slash explain everything to get exclusive episodes. Looks like we made it. What if we do an episode and we say, will Joseph Tilly rock? 
Oh. oh my gosh. Well, what if we just explain just a Tilly? That's going to be on the page. That's a Patreon one. That is definitely. Because that's a really one. for a narrow audience. Do you think he will listen to that one? No, absolutely not. <laughs> I don't even know if he lists. I think the only one he ever listened to was the one he was on when yep. we talked about Spotify. So you're telling me we need to have him back on. So you're telling me there's a chance. Saturday Night Live, we are about to tell you everything we know. And we oh know. We know a good amount. Okay, a good amount. That seems a little bit more within reach. (laughs) What were you going to say? Everything? I did. Well, we should explain everything. We know know everything. But we don't know that until we go in. And we watched every, we just watched (laughs) every episode from all 40, how many seasons? It was actually a Mr. Beast episode of, uh, we did an entire Mr. Beast episode and and the video was actually just us watching every SNL episode. Yeah, we, um, that's a reference because we actually did an episode on our Patreon. Patreon.com slash explain everything. There it is. We talked about Mr. Beast. He's a YouTuber, whatever, who cares? I mean, we do and you do. So a lot of jokes, a lot of, uh, I don't know, political satire, a lot of things that we know. Um, okay. In the, in, in the presidential race this past year, Mm -hmm. there are so many people I saw go, I feel like, is this even real? Is this really happening? Is this not just an SNL sketch? Yeah. That is how infused SNL is into our culture because they do a great job of taking topical things that are happening in the news, difficult topics, and they they just, they they mock it, they make fun of it, they highlight it, they parody it, and that is why this is important because I, I it, if I get my news from anywhere, I get it from the weekend update. We get update no by Colin Jost no. and Michael Che. They do a great job. I did not like them when I first started watching them, and now I have come to love oh, their man. dynamic. Yeah. By the way, congratulations, Colin. We know he's a long time listener, first time yeah. caller. He just had his first kid. Hello, Scarlett baby. Johansson, the Black Widow. Hey, you should check into Black Widows. I think they. I think they got no. This praying mantises. They're the ones that kill. <laughs> They're spouses, right? Spouse I. Well, yeah, but if you, get, if you get bit by a, a black widow, you're going to die. Well, if you're once bitten, you're twice shot. <laughs> <laughs> Endless movie quote. Here I go again on my own. Hey, by the way, Neil, I, I heard somebody say this on a podcast this morning. Not ours, but <laughs> a much worse one, of course. I'm kidding. It was actually Sports Cars and Nonsense, and I love them. They said, they said a phrase, and they said, you know, you know, for the longest time, blah, blah, blah. When I was in college and after college, until people legitimately, my wife asked me to stop, anytime someone was in a conversation anywhere and they said for the longest time, I would go, oh, the longest time and yell it in their face. Wow. Can I do that for this podcast? Yes. Is that approved? hundred percent. Is that allowed? Yeah. Dope. Okay. I'm sorry. SNL. Also, <laughs> so it's, you're supposed to, whenever you talk about it, it stands for Saturday Night Live, in case you don't know. And it's not just like, it's an acronym. So you don't just say SNL. <laughs> and it, or it, well, right. Which some none lefties. But so not <laughs> you know, yeah. So SNL Saturday Night Live. Uh, th- there's a there's a crazy amount of history that came. So the original name, the reason why it is actually it is not called Saturday Night Live. It was not originally called that. It was originally called Saturday Night, which is why they say live from New York. It's Saturday Night. It's they don't Saturday. say it's Saturday Night Live. The reason for that is. The way that SNL got here, because they're on episode, uh, season 43, I think, or they're getting ready to start 44, coming up here really soon. Um, the NBC wanted to stop playing reruns of the Johnny Carson Tonight Show. And what he was doing is he was recording extra episodes during the week, and then they would play them on the weekend. He was tired, he wanted a break, and and he didn't want them to play reruns on the weekend. And so they said, well, we have to come up with another option for the audience on Saturday night. And that is when Lorne Michaels and Dick Ebersol came up with and pitched the idea for a sketch comedy show. Now, at the time, 
ABC, Howard Cosell, sportscaster, all that kind of stuff, had a show on ABC that was called Saturday Night Live. It had some sketch comedy. It had uh, a bunch of uh, different like reporting, all this kind of stuff. And it was going at the exact same time. They, they both aired around the same time. Now, SNL on ABC only lasted 18 episodes. After that, it was done. Okay. That's when NBC bought the rights to the full name Saturday Night Live. That's why they say Saturday night. They okay. don't say it's Saturday night. It's an homage to Saturday night. All now, was there a gap in that? Like after those episodes? Like when ABC gave it to NBC, was there like a two-year gap? Or no. was it just like it picked up? No, because, yeah, they uh, on NBC it never stopped. Okay. Although there were several times, several points in the history that they thought they would cancel. It, yeah. was, the, it was the worst seasons ever. I, I heard that, um, so when Lorne Michaels left, he left for a it, little stretch, and it, that's whenever it was the closest to being canceled. And yes. Eddie Murphy was on the show, and he uh-huh. was just like the biggest person in the world. Yeah. They, I was listening to an interview, and people on the cast were saying, there were days when it was Saturday, and we did not have anything. Like We oh, didn't have enough to fill the gosh. show, and they literally just said, Eddie, go out there and do something. And he would go and out single-handedly. and kill it. He literally saved that show. Yeah. Um, when it, the, they've got it's forty-six seasons. I just googled 46. it. Forty-six. Uh, I mean, I knew it off the top of my head. Um, but on the fortieth anniversary one, when he came out, it was just people cheering for him. Yeah. Right. And it was just because, like, he had a little bit of a. Um, they made out. a yeah. David Spade made a joke about him on one of the things when he was had a run of bad movies or unsuccessful movies. They were great. I'm sure. Daddy Daycare <laughs> fourteen. Um, <laughs> And so, actually, so the kid bad. movies are the ones he kept doing well. But anyways, um, he they made a joke about him, and so he kind of had a, a storied past with him. Yeah. And it's like he literally saved the show at points. So, he, But it's been 46 years. That's a long time. So when time. when uh, he actually wanted to be on SNL, and he kept, his persistence pays off, he was begging the producers to let him on, and they wouldn't do it. They finally watched one of his audition tapes, and they were like, "Oh my gosh, this guy's incredible!" Yeah. But he just—he would not take no for. How did he beg him? Like he was a waiter, just and continually, he was just like, hey, some- like went to the office, mailed them stuff, kept mailing them the audition tapes, just over and over and over and over again until he finally just won him over. <clears throat> so three people actually came from the ABC version of SNL that you don't think this is where they got their start from, but those three actors, Bill Murray was on ABC's version of SNL. His brother, who is in every Bill Murray movie, Brian Doyle Murray, like, and he's most famously known for, in Groundhog Day, the guy who is holding up the groundhog. Okay. That's his brother. He's in every one I of his movies. I did not know that. And then Christopher Guest, who is most well-known for directing a lot of satire, like Best in Show, um, Spinal Tap, those types of, of mockumentaries. Like, it's not a documentary. They're just making fun of it. Those three guys came over from ABC. So it got its original start in October 11, 1975. That's when it first came out. And these names, you'll know most of these names. One of them, we could do an entire episode on Chevy Chase. Yeah, we The could. rise and fall of Chevy Chase. Yes. Oh, my gosh. John Belushi, Dan Aykroyd, Gilda Radner, Garrett Morris, Jane Curtin, and Lorraine Newman were the first ones. Now, it started off as a 90-minute show. Is it not? I thought it still was. Is it an hour and a half? I don't. Oh, it actually is. By the time you put all the, uh, the, commercials, the, the commercials in there. Oh, okay. Right, yeah. So, so it was it's 90 a, minutes yep. without commercials then. And it's, uh, it, it is, it's in a very storied studio. It's Studio 8H. You ever been there? Did you ever oh, get to yeah, film? I did. It's incredible. And it is way smaller than what you think it is. Oh, yeah. You're like, I think this place is amazing. Nope, it is not really all that big. It's in 30 Rockefeller Center, which is where Tina Fey came up with the idea for 30 Rock. For 30 Rock which, which is uh, her show that she oversees is like a version of Saturday Night Live. What do they call it on 30 Rock? Do they call it 30 Rock? 
her show? Uh, what do they call? I, I know the show is called show. Thirty Rock. I'm asking, what is the yeah, show they the pretend the show? to I run? I don't remember. I can't either. Um, well, Tracy Morgan in that show is incredible. We're not explaining that. So who cares? He so, is great. <laughs> some some of that very first uh, season, um, they had Jim Henson literally had Muppets on the show. Like That's in awesome. the middle of it. So he was like the um, the thing, the little uh, animated breaks, or was that <laughs> yeah. what like digital shorts? Yeah, that yeah. little thing. He yeah. was that, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. great. Uh, not they didn't do it anymore after that. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, and um, so George Carlin uh, hosted the very first episode ever, and he they were terrified because he was most likely to say something that would get them kicked off the air Did of he? anybody. No, he didn't. He there didn't are, rip a picture of the Pope in half? I ha oh, <laughs> that's a Sinead O'Connor reference. Yes. And what's crazy about it is Lauren Michael came, came back around and Lauren said later on, he said, I actually applaud her for it because it takes guts. She was a nun. Sinead O'Connor was a nun. And for her to stand up and do that, do you know the picture that she tore up mm -mm. was not a picture of the Pope. It was a picture of Adam Sandler's uh, character. Um, oh my gosh. What is it? Ah. Uh, that he plays on the show, but he looked like the Pope. He was like altar boy or something like that. Oh yeah, and altar that's boy. the that's the uh, the picture that she tore up. But so Chevy Chase in that very first one. That this is oh gosh, this is going to be. I don't know if I'm going to. I'll try and do this justice. This is season one, episode one. It opens with this sketch comedy. They have they have an English tutor and an Eastern European immigrant student. They are discussing badgers and wolverines before they both, for no reason, fall down dead. And then Chevy Chase walks in. He's dressed as the stage manager, walks in the frame, looks at the camera and says, live from New York, it's Saturday night. <laughs> that was it. That's how they opened it up. I'm not gonna lie, that's pretty funny. It's incredible, because no one knew what it was. They had no context. Well, even what like sketch comedy really was. And these guys, so, also, historically, most of these people were high. Okay. There was like, so did, much. They're drug filming use. on Mount Everest, like we're recording. <laughs> Their studios next. The hours. humidity in that studio That's was crazy. crazy. That's a callback. Uh, seasons uh, one through five. We'll talk about these in blocks. Seasons one through five. Chevy Chase left halfway through the sh the uh, the season two. He was replaced by Bill Murray Who as a prime ABC. time. Right. He came from he came from ABC. Um, Dan Aykroyd and John Belushi, they left after season four. So in season one through five, they had some, some turnover. Now, pretty historically, and I would say famously, Chevy Chase didn't get along with anybody. You, uh, wait, are you talking about every, on the set of SNL or everything he's ever everything done? Everything he's ever done. But it's very, everybody else's fault, I'm sure. <laughs> it's, he's the only constant, great. but yeah. He, uh, he got in a fist fight with, like, they had, they were physically punching each other in the face uh, and Dan Aykroyd had to break them up. Wait, Bill, who was? Bill Murray and Chevy Chase. I love Bill Murray. Bill Everyone Murray. loves Bill Murray. So what the, what the reason why the fight happened is, is they're on set. Tension is really really high. Chevy Chase felt threatened by Bill Murray. Bill Murray he's called more talented him, than him. Yes. He <laughs> well, it's hilarious. You said he call, he called Chevy Chase medium talent, and he lost his mind. That's incredible. Chevy Chase comes back and says, "Bill, your face looks like the surface of the moon." And Bill punched him right in the face, and they are having an absolute brawl. And Dan Aykroyd had to get in between him and separate him. Okay, that's incredible. I've never incredible. heard that. that and I'm amazing. on board with it. So the next section of uh, so season six through ten, Lorne Michaels quit. Lorne Michaels was a producer. He's from Canada. He's the guy that he's the reason why that show Dick Eversall was great, but nobody really remembers that part of it. Um, the schedule was too brutal. Like NBC wanted them to create. Like right now. 
there's not, they think they do maybe three or sometimes even two um, new episodes in a month. Right now they do three in a row with guests and then they take two or three weeks off while they work on getting new guests in. Then it was every single week they had new guests and the schedule was just brutal. So he went and said, listen, you need to give the actors a break. You need to give me a break. They said no. And he quit. Hmm. They tried to rename Weekend update to Saturday night news. This was the dark period when Lauren Michaels left. Eddie Murphy was in this time period, but people started to hate him because they were jealous of yep. the amount of like of, of fame that he had. And then this is where this is where some of the new producers tried to say, we need to pre-tape this thing. We need to record it and air it back. And they they're like, no. That's like, literally called Saturday Night Live. It's Saturday Night Live. It has to be that. Okay. Yep. And that's the thing. Eddie Murphy, like I think the history of SNL, like you talk about people getting jealous and talent and all this, you have some of the, like, of, you know, actors and actresses coming in and out of, you know, stardom. But you, you we've named people that have been, like, have the number one movie in oh, America. yes. And they're doing a live TV. Like, Eddie Murphy, I remember seeing stuff where it's like, he is making the, like, two, like, Beverly Hills Cop, and it's like the number one movie in the world, and then he goes back to SNL or whatever. Yeah. You know, it's like- yeah. These people are in and out of this show that is very like you have to be there. It's yep. very time consuming, but then they're bouncing out for movie projects. It's crazy. It's a it is a difficult schedule to yes. keep up. So season eleven through twenty, this is a ten year stretch here. Lorne Michaels comes back. Think about this. Uh, there is a famous actor who is in uh, season eleven. He was only in it for one season, and he is ranked as the lowest liked actor to ever be on. He's number one forty one. Robert Downey Jr. Robert or Robert? Robert Downey Robert Jr. The Downer. I Am Iron Man disliked. Oh my goodness. They That's probably why they killed it by Thanos. <laughs> killed him. So in these 10 years, Anthony Michael Hall comes in here. Um, oh yeah. Every single actor, but three of them left at the end of season 11. Massive turnover, but here's who they gained. Dana Carvey, Chris Rock, oh Mike gosh. Myers, Rob Schneider, Tim Meadows, one of my favorites, Adam Sandler, and Victoria Jackson. That's a that's a list. That is insane. That's an all-star team. They were threatened in these 10 years. There was a fire in an adjacent studio that almost shut them down. And there was a writer strike that actually they actually cut the season short. They couldn't finish it. And Lorne Michaels said, this is the closest that SNL ever came to being canceled because of all the extra stuff that was going on. Jeez. So then then your next uh then your next five years, think about this. This is like an all-star team right now. Will Farrell, Sherry O'Terry. Tracy Morgan, Jimmy Fallon, Chris Parnell, only person to have come back twice and gotten fired twice. <laughs> Rachel Dratch, Maya Rudolph, and Daryl Hammond. Daryl Hammond, for the longest time, was for the, the long longest time. <laughs> Did you do that on purpose? Woo! Did you do that on purpose? No, but I'm here for it. Thanks, That's man. incredible. That's Thanks, hey, way to yeah, stick it I'm out. I'm bringing it back. Way to stick it out. Bring it back. Uh, Daryl Hammond had the. Uh, he was like the any man. He could he could do impressions of anybody. He yep. did Bill Clinton all this. He was plus he looks like a generic like yep. middle aged white guy. Yeah, and so that's convenient. Yes, for um, society. He, he was the longest running person on there now, and now it's not. It is uh, Keenan. Thompson is the longest running. Oh, he on. has been He's on been there forever. forever. He was supposed to leave last season. He didn't. Does he want to leave? Yes and no. He keeps trying to do these side projects and some and of them stick, some of them don't. He had Keenan, the show. Yeah. I, don't I know was rooting for going. I mean, people love him. Like, oh, everyone loves love Keenan. him. Yeah. He's like the Bill Murray. Like, yeah. people absolutely yeah. love him. 
All right, next one. This is where it gets really, really good. Tina Fey comes in, and she is the first female head writer. Let's go. She's incredible. Go, Tina. She's brilliant. If you haven't read her book, um, Bossy Pants. Bossy Pants. I have read it. It's it great. It is amazing. So Amy Poehler, Will Forte, Kenan Thompson, Bill Hader, Andy Samberg, Kristen Wiig, Jason Sudeikis, and Fred Armisen all came in in, uh, in, in those uh, six seasons. Season 29 debuted that Grand Central Station that we know now as the Open that comes in. Okay, so this is something interesting. If you've done a tour of the place, they you see that Grand Central Station, that light, that round domed light that has like the base of it. Yep. That isn't there. It is hanging from a cable. If you notice this, next time you watch SNL, they do this shot. It's a camera crane that comes in slowly over the top of the audience. There's only about five rows of people there. There's a very small audience on the floor. And the, the camera co shot comes across that domed light. There's no base to it and is held by a very thin wire. It's hanging from the ceiling. And as soon as that camera shot is done, it goes right back up in the ceiling. There is nothing underneath there. It just goes right past it. That's wild. Because they have to take advantage of the space. Oh, okay. That entire section of SNL, I'm very fired up about this episode. I love right it. Now. I'm excited. I'm here for it. That um, that uh, Studio 8H, they, they, it's called Home Base, where that guest comes out, comes down, and they do their opening monologue, that has to get changed out in a minute and 24 seconds, seven times during that yeah, that whole and it's it's if you want go to SNL's uh, YouTube channel and look at their behind the scenes stuff. The in between commercial breaks is is amazing. It's incredible. That's insane. Okay, That's, um, it's crazy. And it's I love like you talked earlier about how there was one season they tried to transition it. I love that they have stuck to it. Stick like, to your guns, man. Stick to your Laurel Michaels. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. You go. That's He's it. not a lefty. No. Uh, Jimmy Fallon left in season twenty nine to host. Taxi. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a terrible so bad. Queen Latifah. Yeah. Um, no, he he did the Tonight Show at that point. So season 32 to 38, not a great stretch of years. There are budget cuts, and this is the this is the stretch of time where Chris Parnell got fired the second times, but Horatio Sands got fired as well. A lot of people left. They were it was budget cuts. They had they they were way, way too much money. And I'll get into that in a second. Season 39 until the present. That's when uh, so Pete Davidson, um, who Hey, he's getting a lot of tattoos removed. He has a long yeah. way to go, but yeah. Well, you he's know, <laughs> he's great. When you make decisions based on girls you're oh dating, oh my gosh, that yeah. can happen. Seth Meyers left. He was um, in that last stretch of, of years, thirty two to thirty eight. Seth Meyers was your uh, your head writer. It was not. It's not a great stretch of years in yeah. SNL history. Um, he left to go over and host Late Night, and then Colin Jost comes on as a head writer, and I believe that it took a, a big, drastic step up. Question, was Colin Jost like one of the writers there, or yes. did they bring him in from the outside? One of the writers. Okay, great. That's how any of the head writers get their start. You have to start in that system. They don't bring an, out, uh, an outsider in and just say, now you're the head writer. So like Conan O'Brien got his start by being a writer on SNL. Okay. And He's then he in, went over to another show. Wasn't he on another show? I can't remember. I think he was. Hey, you know what I've noticed from you talking about this though? Taxi. <laughs> taxi, yes. <laughs> he was the head writer on Taxi. Um, they, the Robert De Niro one. Not yeah, oh, the yeah, Jimmy yeah. Fallon, oh, Queen Latifah one. You talking to me? You're talking to me. So a lot of the head writers are the people who do Weekend Update. Have you noticed that? Yes. Like that's- Because they, so you have to write your own sketches. Okay. In SNL, you have got to start off as a good writer, and the people who are good, are good at it, Michael Che is incredible. At yeah, it. he is. He's uh, he's in there. So it has gotten. Uh, there are two hundred. They've won two hundred and thirty-one Emmys, three Peabodys, and sixty-five primetime Emmys. Oh my gosh! But I've I mean, when you're Peabody. around for forty, what? I've stayed at the Peabody, not <laughs> three times though. 
Isn't that the one where the ducks come in? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Jerk. Sorry. Uh, Steve, okay, some little known facts. You ready? Steve Martin was not a cast member. A lot of people think it is. It's because he's been on the show so many times. He's been on there uh, over 15 times. Hosted over 15 times. Not just been on it. Yeah, hosted. Right, so you have a host. He is the only person to host three times in a season. The season opener, the season finale, and the Christmas episode. Why? I don't know. Apparently not a lot of people out there wanted to be on us. It was a rough year. Yeah. Rough year. Uh, You know that sketch, uh, Deep Thoughts by Jack Handy? Yeah. He was a writer on the show. Those his were his thoughts. His name was thoughts. Jack Handy. His name is Jack Handy. I thought Handy. that was a fake name. Nope, real name. I used to, I literally oh, used to best. put Jack Handy quotes on my wall as a teacher. They're the best. Yeah, yeah they're, they're really, really good. So good. Uh, he's an actual writer. Alec Baldwin has a record for hosting the most amount of times. 17. More than Stevie Martin? Cabin, cabin Boy is one of my favorite. Cabin Boy. <laughs> I like uh, the one where they talk about the, the meatballs. Oh, God. That's, my, that's a good one. Yep. Uh, Larry David worked as a writer on air. He was the guy that co-created Seinfeld, and then he had Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yes. Uh, So he also, uh, he quit. One day, very angry, hated his job, hated the pace of it, walks into Lauren Michaels' office and quits. Comes back the next day because he realizes he's made a terrible mistake, and instead of going back in and telling him that he wanted his job back, he just started acting like he never quit and just kept working. That is a pretty famous thing that Larry David did, and he also wrote that in. George Costanza did the exact same thing in Seinfeld with George Steinbrenner for the Yankees. That's and it incredible. was based off of his off his job. Um, Mike Myers, so Conan O'Brien, while he's one of the writers, he uh, Mike Myers keeps coming to him and he's like, "Listen, I want to do this character called Wayne Campbell. He's in his basement. He's got his buddy Garth with him, and he kept pushing it." Conan O'Brien got sick and tired of him pitching this idea. He's like, this is terrible. It's not going to work. And then finally said, okay, we'll let this one go in. Lorne Michaels let it go in, and they said, the only way that you're going to learn your lesson is when this thing bombs horribly, and it killed. <laughs> it's, what and is now it? they've made two movies off What of is it, it called? Wayne's World. Wayne's World. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Conan O'Brien's like, yeah, I, I, I made a mistake <laughs> Swing on that and a miss. Maybe made, I made a mistake on That'll that work. Uh, so it's always live. Always has been live. There's only a seven-second delay. Um, it is live in uh, Eastern and Central time zones. Um, this past season, actually, no, in the 42nd season, it started where it was live in all four time zones at the same time, and it stayed that way uh, ever since then. So because of that seven seconds, there are some moments where people have done things on the air that are not great. Jenny Slate is yeah. one of the most famous. So yeah. you know her You know her from Parks and Rec. Yeah, she was like, don't be suspicious, don't be suspicious. <laughs> Which, so... Daddy money. Oh, they're Sorry. they're Sorry. just incredible characters. In the first sketch of her very first show, she dropped the F-bomb. Yeah, I remember And that. she got fired. Yep, immediately. So she made it to the end. No, not immediately. She They let her stay on, but they said you can't you To can't the end of the episode? Here. No, the end of the season. They oh, got she, it. They let her go at the end of the season, so wow. she didn't make it. She's one of the funniest humans on the oh planet. Oh, my gosh. She's fast. Like, quick she's humor. so fast. Yeah. Um, Will Ferrell, in 2001, was the highest paid cast member. He made $350,000 per season. Uh, Alec Baldwin, this past two seasons when he played Donald Trump, made $1,400 each time he came in to play Donald Trump. $1,400? And hated it. Because he of the money? Or because no, he didn't care about the money. Oh, he, he didn't did, like promoting hated Donald Trump. Donald Trump, yeah, yeah. Couldn't, couldn't stand it. Yep. Right now, most of the cast members make about 25000 per show. That's not a lot for living in New York, is no, it? No, you can't live off that. No, because there's so not that what, many shows. That's why most of them will sleep 
overnight or stay. It's actually pretty famous in the writers' rooms for like uh, two or three days leading up to it. They pee in cups. What I've, they, I've they actually <laughs> they no, and they, the Tina Fey talked about that. Just they do it for that, and also just so they don't have to take breaks yeah. when they're working. They're I'm working like, too that's hard. Totally, it's a total brutal. Sick. Oh, uh, James Franco did a behind the scenes. It's yep. on a Hulu. It's a documentary. I highly recommend so you go good. watch it. He followed them uh, through through. You know, Zach Galifianakis was hired as a writer for SNL and lasted no two way. weeks and it was fired. They didn't use any of his sketches. Oh and they like criticized everything he said and they fired him. That's crazy. Yeah, fun fact. Cypress Hill got banned on stage. Um, they were going to do a, uh, they, they wanted to smoke weed on Insane stage. Insane in the membrane. And, and, yeah, and they asked to do it. And they said they were told no and they did it anyways. Yeah. They smoked So weed. you want to be a rock superstar, <laughs> live large, smoke weed on SNL, get fired, fired. 2003, Tyler wow. graduated high school. Also though, they had a couple things not going for them. None of them were lefties. Wait, what? Yeah. That's where the show name Some none lefties. Some none lefties. So uh, some pretty obscure writers that are on the show. Uh, Kristen Gore, daughter of Al Gore. What? Uh, was, a what? Writer, was a writer on SNL. J.J. Uh, Philbin was Regis Philbin's daughter. And then Max Brooks, son of iconic Mel Brooks, was a writer on the show as well. Okay. Well, a uh, lot of kids of people. Steven Seagal is one of the first people to ever be banned from the show. Banned in 1991 as being called the worst host ever worse than anyone else because he was so rude, difficult to work with, didn't know his lines, and was just awful. And a roundhouse kicked. <laughs> slowly, slowly, slowly. You could see it coming. It Kill him softly. Um, uh, two people famous. Who do you think of when you think about breaking character? A lot of people I start I think of Jimmy laughing. Fallon. Jimmy sure. Fallon. Yeah. And then, okay, so then uh, James Hader, or Bill, Bill Hader. Hader. Bill yeah. Hader is the second one, and, <laughs> and typically because of Stefan, but what happened is so people, a lot of people don't know this. So like Seth Myers would write these crazy lines. They would change them at the last minute. So John Mulaney. John Mulaney wrote John Mulaney would write it. Yeah. They, they would write these things. And what they would do is Andy Samberg would get just off camera and do everything that he could to make Bill Hader break character. And it became part of who he is and what he did. Yeah. They do this thing where they would go in and John Mulaney would do it. And in the last couple of, cause they use cue cards. Yeah. And they have like, to rehearse this. So they're doing, these are not, these aren't like the first time they're reading these things. When right. he's being Steph on he's read these things two or three times y yeah maybe well uh, yeah. you would most <laughs> you skits you read them two or three right, times right, right some of them they're coming up with this stuff right on the fly and so they do a dress rehearsal they do dress right beforehand in front of a real live audience and they bring another audience in yeah they 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 throw out a lot of their sketches that don't work with that audience hit. yeah they'll, they'll throw out two or three yeah so they write between 40 and 50 scripts per week Dang. Only eight make it to air. That's insane. That's a lot of writing. Um, yeah. Political figures that were on the show. Um, Rudy, Giuliani, Rudy Giuliani, Ralph Nader, Jesse Jackson, John McCain, Gerald Ford, George W., Sarah Palin. Actually was came in right yeah, along with Tina Fey. Yeah. Uh, that incredible. Uh, Hillary Clinton, uh, Barack Obama, and Donald Trump. Do you know? Did you ever see John McCain's clip that he was in? I think he I, would, I think it was with Amy Poehler and he was like a, the husband or something. And he would like, <laughs> it was so funny. He would breathe over her neck and be like, Hi. <sighs> it was so, so funny. Yeah. And Donald Trump, I think danced to hotline bling if I remember correctly. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, they said that it was one of the, it was one of the highest reviewed, but also one of the most uh, boycotted and um, people uh, revolted because they didn't want him to be. Well, that was before he announced his was, running. He was in 2015. No, he was running. Oh, he was. I thought he, I didn't think he announced. Okay. He, he had, I was wrong. It was, it was bad. But then he started bad mouthing SNL. And so like, yeah, they didn't have a great relationship after that. I don't think he's been back. 
pretty on brand. Every hallway scene that you see as somebody walking through. So Seth Meyers created this uh, as a rule in the year 2000. In the year 2000. The, uh, sorry, I was a Conan O'Brien. Oh, thing. so hot. Um, every single hallway scene that you see, if they're doing a walkthrough, that scene will have to have an Abraham Lincoln, two chorus line girls, and a llama in every one of them. He came up with a random idea to act like they're really like doing, it's like a crossover between all these other things. That's funny. It's, it's really bad. I respect that game. Um, so other shows that have tried to capture some of that same sketch comedy magic uh, in Living Color, Jim okay. Carrey. Yep, Jim oh, Carrey got to start Lorraine's on his brothers. Yes. A lot of other people did too, yeah. Yep. But uh, he's the one famous Stuart. He, he applied, he tried to be on SNL so many times. Yeah. Didn't yeah. He? And, and, and then yeah, and he got on the living color and the Wayne's brothers, they were big on there too. And then uh second city and it's kind of where it got it. It's Canadian. And then uh, mad TV. Yeah. Um, a ton of people from second city end up going and working at SNL. Yeah. That's, that's so where they, they kind of got, yeah. you don't see a lot of crossover with the England color and mad TV. Though, nope. You want to do three V three? Yes. Welcome to the party, pal. This is 3v3. Let's Favorite go. cast members yeah. of all time? I'll go first. Andy Samberg. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> I knew he'd be on both of our lists. Andy. And it's it's not really for his sketches. It's for his... Hey, I'm his, Mark Wahlberg. It's... <laughs> You want to talk? Hey, you're hey, a donkey. Hey, say hello to your mother for me. Say hello uh, to your mother for me. Yeah, uh, the digital shorts, like, yes. that's absolutely yeah. incredible. And yep. you can't say that without, like, um, Horme and uh, Akiva. And uh, I just, but anyways, I'm going to go Andy Samberg all day. Oh, I absolutely love Andy Samberg. Have you seen Palm Springs on Hulu? No. Oh, I've heard it. Uh, I saw, like, an ad for yeah, it. Yeah, The Lonely Island, like, did it. and it, Is it good? I, I, it's, I can't tell it to our audience because Rated R, but I loved it. Yeah, we don't watch Rated R movies. Yeah, we don't. But if I did, I would love that movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, your second favorite. No, it's your turn. Oh. Uh, oh, it's my turn. Yes. It's my turn. Uh, Will Ferrell. Oh, okay. I mean, cl classic you, Will. Yeah. Uh, when he came back and he hosted the show uh, last year and he did that sketch as an American Indian talking about, um, you know, there's a lot of things in politics in this world that we can't agree on, but I think the one we could all agree on is none of us can digest corn. My, so Roman <laughs> said that to me. My son said it to me at dinner two nights ago. He yeah. goes, Dad, none of us can digest corn. It's it's so good. So good. Uh, Kristen Wiig is, um, she is one of the, I think the reason why she is so funny is she can make fun of herself and doesn't mind it being embarrassed. And she is, most of the, the, uh, the actors are trying to make the other characters break. Yeah. She, she's incredible and she's smart. Okay. So my third one, it stinks because we overlapped, but I would say Kristen Wiig. I, I could, I was like, I could say Bill Murray, I could say Amy Poehler, but like Kristen Wiig, uh, she is next level funny yeah. to me. And, and like the small hands, when she does oh the small hands thing, gosh. like she is so funny in everything. Like Maybe Fred Armisen, if I have to pick a replacement. Oh my gosh, but he's, he's I'm sorry. brilliant. Yeah, no, I would probably go Bill Hader. If I can't do Chris and Wig, I would say Bill Hader. He'll be my alternate. His uh, his impersonations, impressions are just so they're, good. They're amazing. So uh, right Michael now. Che would be mine. And and uh, I think what he has done with the Weekend Update segment that that back and forth between Colin Jost and him when they then when they write jokes that the other one hasn't seen they do it at the end of every season they write jokes for the other one that they have to cold read and they've never seen before is my favorite segment and, and they're, they're saying stuff where they're trying to get the other person they're 100% like, trying to get him in yeah. jail or fired yep. or canceled yep or just culture. blasted on twitter so will it rock 
question on everyone's mind. Will it rock? The answer is probably yes. Will it rock? Our favorite segment featuring Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Fourth yeah, favorite segment yeah. on the show. Like, w- w- would SNL be any better if uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson were on here? And oh, by the way... <sighs> He's a member of the Five Timers Club. You heard it here first, folks. He's he's hosted five times, and he has had a famous cameo yeah. where he came in as the character, The Rock Obama. Yeah, where it was like he turned into the Hulk, where it's Barack incredible. Obama turned into the Hulk. It's so and, good. Uh, it was great. He does a great job. He, he is, um, I think, he, because he was a pro wrestler, sorry, Wesley, he definitely <laughs> can act. Um, <laughs> Wesley, for those of you newcomers to the show, we did an episode with we did. our friend Wesley Lewis we explaining uh, wrestling. Tried, and tried Wesley to. had never listened to the show, so he didn't know that sometimes we might <laughs> not be focused. And we so may not talk he about thought it. we were going to do like a dissertation topic on wrestling. We were really going to talk about wrestling. And we talked about Sting and oh, yeah. Oh, so there's it, a, there's a little it was uh, bad. reference point, little asterisk for that. SNL uh, is iconic. SNL has had um, presidential figures on there. It's had um, musicians on there, dual hosts, like you're the actor and you're the music, musical guest star. Yeah. Uh, Nick Jonas has done it multiple Donald times. Donald Glover. Like, uh, Justin Timberlake. Some some of the, the best uh, television moments, obviously, with that many Emmys and, and Peabody's and all that kind of stuff that uh, Tyler's been to. <laughs> and I won't say I'm famous, but it's, I've been to a Peabody. Uh, it is, it's, it's one of my favorite things. And I will say this. I don't watch it live on TV. Oh, me neither. You can, honestly, you wait about an hour. And you're going to get every individual segment on YouTube. Yep. And, you fast forward and here's the cool thing. You can actually just look and see which ones do well. Yep. And be like, oh, it's probably yeah. a good one. You don't have to YouTube sit through the YouTube really ones. helps filter through which Absolutely. ones. Absolutely. It's a uh, autocracy. Is that what it's called? Where it's just popular meritocracy. Which one's the one that's just meritocracy? Because it's popular. Think, uh, it's hypocrisy. Oh, because the hippos. <laughs> can I tell you? Okay. So before we end, I want to tell there's a phrase. If you say it to me, I'm going to roll my eyes at you. Mm-hmm. I hate when people talk about SNL and they say, for oh, the longest time. <laughs> I mean, I'll give it to you. Half a point. Okay. Half a point to Gryffindor. Um, Whenever people are talking about SNL, like, oh, I don't watch SNL. I used to watch it when it was funny. I hate that. Because you know when it was funny to you? When you were of the age where you had a good sense of humor. Mm -hmm. When you were in your mid-20s and you were relevant, that's when you liked it because it was relevant to you. Now you don't get it because it's relevant to the next generation coming up unless you're like us who just know everything, of course. Why can't people be perfect like us? (laughs) Um, And so I, I just... Don't say that because you sound dumb. That's I'm gonna, that's my throw out. Don't say that. It has great moments. We just named through Bill Murray, Will Ferrell, Jimmy Fallon, Andy Samberg, Kristen Wiig. These people are from uh, uh, Keenan Thompson. These are amazing, amazing people. Think about what, what Chris Rock is on multiple shows right now. He's done yep. more movies, still doing stand-up right now. Yeah. These guys are incredible. He was in Saw. Yeah. Probably. I didn't I didn't see it. I didn't either. It scares me. I don't like scary movies. They scare me. Saw it. Hey, you see, he saw it. Okay, I'm here, and that was good. That's good. Man, Neil. <laughs> All right, Lauren, you heard it here first. Neil's your guy. I had a dream. He's that guy, pal. He's that guy. <laughs> He's that guy. Well, thank you guys so much for listening we to us. We love you guys. This. We really do. Uh, don't forget, if you want, we do uh, have double. The, our camera just died. So if you're <laughs> watching it on YouTube. exhausted. Yeah, it's tired of hearing us talk. It's like our audience. <laughs> exhausted. <sighs> if you want to hear more of our show, 
some would say double the show, double the fun, hmm. because we have another episode a week that Someone airs. That. That's on our Patreon at patreon.com slash explain everything. If you don't, we will still provide this quality content, this juicy, flavorful, smelly beef jerky content for you here for free. You said beefy content? Yeah, Jeff, beef jerky content. <laughs> it's deer meat, warm deer meat if the freezer goes out. I'm so sorry. That's a personal thing for Neil, and I apologize for saying it. Thank you guys so much for joining us. And as always, for the longest time, <laughs> thank you for coming on our TED Talk. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Explain Everything podcast. You can follow us on TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube at Explain Everything Podcast. We're on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, but you're already here. We love you. No. Actually, we're in love with you. <laughs> Thanks for coming on our TED Talk. Bye.